Carol Duncan with you this afternoon here at 12.33. And in just a few minutes, I'll be joined in the studio by The Amada. This is the new band that Jeff Martin has put together, formerly of the Tea Party, of course, but now with Wayne Shee and Jay Cortez, who are all coming in to join me. They have some wonderful instruments to introduce you to and play for you this afternoon as well. And uh, The Amada will be tonight performing at Lazotte's. I figured, though, it might help for you to have a little perspective on the stuff that Jeff Martin has done over the years with the Tea Party in particular. Uh, here's a crash course for you here at 12.33. On air, online, on now. Carol Duncan on 95.9 FM and 12.33 ABC Newcastle. Just a little bit of the music and the wonderful words of Jeff Martin, who joins me in the studio this afternoon. Here at 12.33 ABC Newcastle, because Jeff is touring Australia at the moment with his new band, The Armada, and the gang's all here, Jeff. I got them up this morning, fed them, watered them, made sure. Hosed them off, (laughs) toweled them down a little bit. I already woke up. Tell me about the the two members of the Amada who are joining you today, Wayne and and Jay. um, To my right in Radio Land, uh, it's Mr. Wayne P. Sheehy. Um, Wayne and I met um, in Ireland about uh, four years ago and became, um, you know, very, very um, good friends and then, um, you know, musical partners. 
and uh, we came up with the uh, the concept of the Armada and uh, wrote uh, pretty incredible records and um, you know ever since then we've been expanding you know our horizons mm. and we knew that we wanted to form a band again because um, you know I mean Wayne with his uh, pedigree and uh, all the things that he's been involved with you know which would take much too much too much time you know, to get into <laughs> but uh, and then it's certainly with my thing with the tea party i mean if wayne and i were going to do something again in a band format it mm. would have to um come in at a certain bar you know because we set the bar pretty high in our past you know with our various careers and so uh, we found mr jay cortez um ex-member of the sleepy jackson and the exploders and uh, we needed a man that could um you know sort of uh, add uh, the missing link and uh, a multi-instrumentalist and things like that. So. And of course, when you're looking for a man like that, you look to Newcastle. Exactly. That's the one, a Newcastle boy. Welcome yeah. home. <laughs> it's all a bit trippy, isn't it? How long since you've actually been back to Newcastle, Jay? Uh, it would be four or five years. Four or five, yeah, five for, years. For a bit of a visit or working? Yeah, just a little bit of a tickle. Yeah. A little bit of a tickle. Jeff, I think one of the things over the year, the last few years that you've probably agonised about a little bit as well was the decision to bring the Tea Party to an end because it's a band that had a great and loyal following here in Australia, loved by thousands of Australians. Yes. yes. And I can remember watching some of the correspondence on the on the interwebs. Mm. Yeah, don't do it, don't do it. But mm. I guess for most collaborations, there becomes a time when it's time to do something else well the, the problem with uh, that ship you know the tea party ship was that uh, towards the end um uh, it wasn't satisfying me creatively anymore um there was um not only personal differences but um, mostly creative differences between myself and the other two whereas um i you know i've always needed to explore uh, those tangents of world music within a within a rock and roll setting, mm. and um, there was a lot of pressure, you know, from um, various camps in the Tea Party world to become more and more commercial. You'd certainly, I guess, suggest that the last city moved you away from that. Was that was yeah. that the crunch point where you pretty just much. thought, you know, that the love's gone? Yeah, well, pretty much, you know, and it, it's it's kind of also a case too that I. I kind of lost control of the band as well, you know. I mean, uh, there was, it, it's just, it's like a, it's like any band that gets to a certain level of success, you know. I mean, all the accountants come in and, you know, and there's pressures of money and things like that and everything else. And I never got into music for those reasons. I mean, mm. it's, the success is wonderful and everything else, but I won't compromise my integrity in order to achieve it. Well, obviously, the importance of being able to, to be a multi-instrumentalist, to play, and you've got some wonderful things here in the studio with you and more tonight. Yes. I know that you'll have at Lazotte's on stage. Where does your love of, of that come from? Is it the sounds? Is it the challenge of performing these instruments? Um, it's definitely both, you know. I mean, um, I, I think that uh, the only way that um, something like a medium of uh, music such as rock music can be um, pushed forward. I mean, essentially rock music is always going to be cyclical in, in various ways. So what's happening right now in rock music is there's a, a resurgence of, like, you know, 70s and all of that stuff, and that's all well and good. But um, I, I do you know, truly believe that um, the one way of pushing rock music forward is to integrate, you know, these other cultures and things like that. Now, it's been done in the past. Mm. I mean, certainly the Beatles were the, uh, one of the first to do it. Led Zeppelin touched upon it, you know, and uh, even the Stones and things like that. But I think like a, um, a band like the Tea Party or especially now the Armada and what the Armada's doing, I mean, we're really taking it, you know, to, um, you know, different places and maybe um, perhaps different heights.
Do you recall, Jeff, the first time you heard an instrument from another part of the world? Absolutely. And what was it? Yes, it that, was. That grabbed you? It was um, the George Harrison song off of Sgt. Pepper's Within You, Without You. And it was the sitar. Yeah. Now, the thing is, though, is that um, I think I was about 11, 10 years old, 11 years old. And a, an older cousin of mine had bought me Sgt. Pepper's because at that time, you know, being so young, I was into very early Beatles, like She Loves You. Pop. Yeah, the things that, you know, weren't uh, weren't frightening at all. Yeah. You know? And um, But then my uh, my cousin, who probably indulged in things that were green, you know, bought me <laughs> Sgt. Pepper's. Surely not. No, I know. <laughs> and, I'm, you know, I, I, I can remember the moment quite clearly when I heard that particular um, piece of music. It was something that even at that young age, I remembered. So, you know, we can get into things like, you know, past lives and all that, you know. And um, I do um, have a strong belief in um, that aspect of, you know, esoteric philosophy and whatnot. There was something that clicked in my very young mind, and Mm -hmm. I remembered everything. And it was a moment that, like from that moment on, my father would give me an allowance every week. He'd take me, um, I, I grew up in Windsor, Ontario, which is right across the border from Detroit. So he'd take me over the bridge to Detroit in these small mom-pa record stores, and I would take my allowance, even at 11 years old, and I would buy any record that had a strange instrument on it. I didn't care what it was. Just as if it looked exotic, I bought it. And I kept on buying these things and buying these things so that when it came to the tea party and the success that came with the band and touring around the world and myself traveling to different parts of the world, I would then pick up these instruments mm. and because of the saturation that occurred in my youth of listening to this music, I could play these instruments. Did the Tea Party have essentially two audiences? So there were ones, there was the rock audience, because I, I don't know how many concerts I've been to over the years, quite a few. There were, there were the people who liked the harder rock elements mm-hmm. and there were the other half of the audience who liked those sounds that you were bringing mm-hmm. in and those instruments. I'm, I'm one of them. Okay. You know, that, that, is, that is the part of your language that spoke to me, okay. was that part of your music. So that must have been a hoot over the years, watching from the stage. I'd imagine some fairly unseemly stuff at times, but two very different groups of people. Well, I, I just found it funny. Like, I remember shows like, for instance, the Horton Pavilion or whatever, and it was just like the biggest mosh pit, you know, and, and I was just laughing to myself on stage going, you're moshing to the tea party. This is something. <laughs> this is actually quite something, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it, you know, I mean, I, I always appreciated anything that you know the fans would bring to the table as far as their, you know, their collective uh, supports and whatnot. But uh, for me, I mean, the Tea Party's music, my music, mm. has always been um, that um, that fusion between world music and rock music. And now, you know, the future, well, the presence in the future is the Armada. Mm. And it's a dream come true for me to work with these two musicians, to be able to um, make all of these artistic, um, these these vistas of imagination come to, you know, come to see the day, you know. Mm. I think it's a great gift because you really do take us other places. And I know that you're going to do that for the listeners here at 12.33 this afternoon. What are you playing? I'm going to play a song um, off of the uh, debut Armada record. Um, it's a song called Morocco. It's a song inspired by um, an article I saw in the Sunday Times in England um, about you know young women from the Muslim world. Honor killings. Uh, honor killings. Yes, and it's just a travesty that you know these things still happen in this day and age when we're supposed to be a civilized, you know, humans becoming whatever. So yes. Okay, this. and the the instruments that you have with 
Wayne and Jay? Yes, well, Wayne will be playing um, a harmonium, which is um, a reed um, keyboard instrument from India. He'll also be playing a djembe, which is a drum from Africa. You're multitasking. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and Jay will be playing, um, it's a hammer dulcimer from India. It's called a santur. Beautiful. Yeah, All right. Thank yeah. you. My studio guest this afternoon here at 12.33 ABC Newcastle, Jeff Martin, the Armada. Going to be her brother for the honor, the honor of the other. I wanna tell her, baby, please don't go. 
gotta tell her, baby, please don't go. I wanna tell her, baby, please don't go. Till she go back to Morocco. Back to Morocco. Back to Morocco. Oh, back to Morocco. Amada joining me live in the studio here at 12.33 ABC Newcastle. Just beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Jeff Martin, dark material. What's it like going there? I mean, this is a story that you've read about, honour killings in the Middle East. Mm. Well, you know, it's necessary. I mean, um, I just, I, things like that, you know, those, those travesties that occur, like I said, you know, um, and the fact that we're, you know, we're supposed to be an evolved species on this planet and, the, you know, that people can take these beautiful books of love that were created centuries ago and manipulate them and twist them Mm -hmm. into these basically dripping with hatred, you know, um, oppression and things like that. I mean, it's just something I can't stand. I can't stand parameters put around, you know, the soul of a human becoming. So um, at any point that um, that faces me is a point that will probably come through my music, you know. How about describing those sorts of experiences in the rest of the world to your your dad? You've got a little fella who mm. one of these days, you know, as I do with my two boys who are only a few years older than, than yours, that mm. we, we have different beliefs and different cares and concerns and sometimes... That just seems to go all really wrong. Oh, no, absolutely. Well, you know, extremism is everywhere, you know. I mean, it's you, you find it in the Christian religion, you find it in the Muslim religion, you find it everywhere. And, um, you know, the only thing that we can do uh, with, you know, uh, the generation that will, you know, come after us and, and you know, others as well is that... Uh, it's just to teach tolerance, you know, um, as much as we can. Do you think that's part of the importance of, of, of sharing your love of different sounds and different instruments? It gives some people an entree. Oh, it? Abs- Into, absolutely. You know, here, yeah. is, here is a sound, here is a music that is loved by this group of people over mm. here and this is what they think mm. and why they love this so much. Mm. No, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the, one of the reasons, like, um, you know, when I, spent, um, I spent about a month and a half, two months in Egypt uh, just traveling uh, from Luxor down to Aswan and back and back and forth and just spending time with those people. I mean, um, I, I met the particular family in Luxor. They had nothing, you know, as far as, you know, the Western pleasures are concerned. They had nothing, but they wanted to share everything with me. You know, I stayed mm. in their home and everything. You know, it's just such a beautiful experience, a beautiful people. You know? That is, is, I'm led to believe, in some ways, a peculiarly uh, Eastern or, or Arab mentality mm. that you have guests and yeah. you provide hospitality uh, and you you feed and water people and you welcome them into your home and look after them. I was fed and watered better than I've ever been fed and watered. So why don't so. we do that? <laughs> we could be better at that, couldn't we? Wang, you were nodding in agreement there. You've obviously had a bit of spoiling in your time yes, as well. I have, I'm afraid, yeah. No, it's, I travelled in Morocco a bit and found the same thing, you know. But the, 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 it's just the family and the unit that's really important to them and, and extending the family. Mm. You know, it's 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 a Mm. It's a great culture. What about this new musical family for you, Jeff? Um, it's one that I plan to keep together for a very, very long time. 
because there's so much that this band... Sounds like you guys are stuck with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have their souls. Well, but... <laughs> oh, now that'll start some more rumours, won't it? More Jeff Martin rumours, like we need that. But you're, you're essentially calling Australia home now, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I've got a couple of places here. I mean, uh, um, I have a place in Perth and a place in Byron Bay. Um, you know, still Ireland is very close to me as well. You know, uh, Wayne and I still have a recording studio over there. So, um, you know, it's, uh, but Australia definitely, um, it's, it's hard. It's very, very hard to leave now for so many reasons, you know. Mm. Um, so Family amongst that. Well, is, obviously. You know. You've spent so much time here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's time actually now. Um, you, you know, this tour of uh, Australia is, you know, very, very successful. And I'm very thankful to the Australian audience for embracing it once again. I've been having a look at your schedule. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, well, neither do we. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of cups of tea, I'd imagine. Yes, right. But, um, yeah, but now it's time, um, you know, after this tour is done. uh, Actually, we just got um, honoured with a spot um, in March. Um, We're going to be playing the WOMAD Festival in Adelaide. Wonderful. Yeah. And I think that's going to open up so many doors for us, you know, and also as far as WOMAD festivals around the world and everything. Yeah. And I do believe, like... See, the thing is about the Armada is that we can do the rock and roll thing. We've done that a couple tours now. And, you know, for us, it's kind of like... Tonight's not, is it? Tonight's what you've just done for me. Yeah, but yeah. very, very, very powerful. It's as powerful as a rock and roll show. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's uh, Jeff Martin, so you still got to <laughs> pin your ears back, okay? Be warned. I think if that's you... one thing that's worth pointing out, actually, even though we are playing this incredible array of instruments and, uh, you know, we're, we're exploring uh, exploring uh, you know, different sounds and things. Yeah. But... It's really ballsy at the same time, you know. It's very, very powerful in places. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think both of my sons went to tea party concerts well before they were born, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that they remember those concerts. Okay. That's for sure. Okay, so you're still going to have to pin your ears back. What instruments do you have tonight? Because I know that hmm. there are people who'll be wanting to know what treats you have in store. Well, Wayne is playing just a, an array of uh, percussive instruments from different parts of the world. You know, Africa and the Middle East and things. Like like that uh, I think he actually dabbles on the glockenspiel as well yeah. I've got him my license organ <laughs> <laughs> um, Jay plays uh, well he plays a sensor mandolin harmonium um, these trigger pedals that we've created all these beautiful um, Moroccan samples and things like that um, lap steel bass guitar oh stop it all and right. tonight's I'll be playing, um, you know, about, let's say, 10 different acoustic guitars because of all the different tunings. My double neck mate in acoustic. I'll be playing a sarod tonight, which is an instrument from India. I'll be playing an ezraj, which is a bowed instrument from India. I'll be playing an oud, which is from uh, this particular one I'm playing tonight. I won in a poker game in Egypt. and uh, <laughs> That I'll, has a certain authenticity to it, doesn't it? And also I'll be playing Hurdy Gurdy tonight as okay. well. All right. Thank you for coming to the yeah. studio and joining me. Jeff Martin, Wayne Shee, Jay Cortez, thank you. What a treat to have you play thank you very much. live for the listeners. Thank you so much. I have uh, the album, which we've got the new single off, which is called A Line in the Sand. News is next. Here at 12.33 ABC Newcastle, you can see the Amada live tonight at Lazotte's in Sydney for the next couple of nights because they're going to be filming the whole thing. Tell me what would you do 
If I told you the truth And I took you By the hand To see the dust swirling pools And a dark desert cool In an empty Wasted land Tell me what would you do If this happens to you Would it help you now To understand There's a line in the sand A line in the sand It'll keep you from the promised land It's just a line in the sand And what would you say If I told you today That your mother won't Hold your hand anymore She's broken and tired She's inflamed with desire So turn her head and, and walk away From the line in the sand The line in the sand It'll keep you from the promised land single from the Amada, the self-titled CD is out now. That's a line in the sand here at 12.33. Thank you, Jeff Martin, Wayne Shee, Jay Cortez. You can see them do all of that and more live tonight at Lazotte's. Ah, can you tell I'm a happy camper? <laughs> 